This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah. And today is Tuesday, the weekly shiur on Ramban Ala Parsha. This is Ezra Bek, and this week's Parsha is Parshat Vayakel, Vayakel Pekudei. And uh, I'm going to talk about the commentary to the Ramban, uh, a few different scattered comments to the Ramban, which I think come together to create a certain picture concerning the Mishkan. First, a reminder, a few weeks ago, when we did Parshat Terumah, we talked about the Ramban's introduction to Parshat Terumah about the Mishkan. And the Ramban there explains how after Matan Torah, and after the Jews have become Am Kadosh, therefore they made a Mishkan, which is a Mikdash, a place which will hold, which will be the seat of Kedusha. And as I pointed out then, the, the context of the Ramban is that the real repository, the real base for Kedushat Elohim Ba'olam Hazeh, for divine, divine presence and divine holiness in this world, is Am HaKadosh, which of course is almost proven explicitly by the famous Pasuk, they will make for me a sanctuary, a sanctified place, and I will dwell in their midst. Okay, in the beginning of, of today's parsha, uh, Masha Rabbeinu gives the instructions, the actual instructions to the Jewish people how to make how to make the Mishkan, and the pasuk says pasuk chafalif. In Perek Lamed Hay, Pasuk says, Vayavoh kol ish asher nisa'ol libo. Every man whose, I'm going to translate literally, whose heart had lifted him, came to do the to do the work. And so the Ramban explains, who are these people? Like, what, what are they going to do? Nisa'ol libo. What does it mean that your heart is lifted? The Ramban says, Ala chachamim, these people were the people who actually did the work. They were the artisans of the making of the mish, of the of the mishkan. There are two possibilities. Nuban is coming to uh, explicitly adopt one and reject the other. All the Jewish people were donors. They gave generously, as the Pesukim detail in, 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 no small, uh, in no small amount, they gave generously gold and silver and nechoshet and wood and, and etc. in order to build the Mishkan. But the Ramban says, a person who is moved to donate is not called Nisa'o Libo. His heart carried him, lifted him. Lo matzinu al hamit nadvim nisi'ut lev. We don't find in the volunteers, in the donors, those who give, the expression nisi'ut lev, the uplifting of the heart. Avo yaskir behem nidivut. Kol asher nadva libo. In fact, the heart is mentioned, but the heart gave, the heart volunteered. And so the Ban is stating that you have two different 
um, I guess you call them psychological, though it's a very spiritual kind of psychological expression. The lifting of the heart and the giving of the heart. The giving of the heart is for the givers. The lifting of the heart is said about those who are the artisans, the artists, the workmen of creating of the Mishkan. What does it mean? Why in order to be... I understand why you need generosity of heart in order to be generous. Why do you need lifting of heart in order to be a silversmith? V'ta'am asher misa'olibo And the reason why it says that the people who did the work were those whose heart had lifted them L'korva el hamlacha The lifting of the heart is to bring them close. In other words, to make it possible for them to do the work, to do the the craftsmanship. The word milacha, I, I choose to translate it as craft rather than as work, according to the well-known distinction that the Ramban himself makes between avodah and milacha. Avodah is work, that which an eved does. Milacha is that which a craftsman, an artisan does. Ramban makes the point in the context of Melachot Shabbat, Melachot Yom Tov, Melechet Avodah, the combination expression. So the, the lifting of the hearts was Likova El Hamlacha, to get the heart to be close to the work. Why? Here's the important point. Kilo Haya Bahem Shalamad Et Hamlachot Ha'ele Mimilamed. There wasn't among the Jews a single person who had learned these crafts from a teacher. From an artisan. Even one who had practiced in the past. None of the Jews had any training or skills, basically, in the workmanship that was necessary to go into the Mishkan. So who then were the people? But there were people who naturally... They were naturally gifted in these areas. He found in his nature that he knew how to do it. That's called, he uses a, a synonym for nasalibo. His heart was lifted. His heart became high. It's, it's a fairly, almost equivalent synonym. But of course, the word gavoa, to be high, is very similar to the word uh, uh, um, sometimes gavhut lev means pride. Their hearts swelled, their hearts were high, bidarke Hashem, in the ways of God. To come before Moshe and say, I will do that which you will tell me how to do. Um, the background to this one is found uh, back in Pashat Kitisa. Last week's Pasha, when Bitzalel was designated to be the master craftsman, whom all the other craftsmen will work for, and there, um, the Ramban explains in Perek uh, Lamed Aleph, Pasuk Bet, Karati Veshem Bitzalel Ben Uri Ben Chur. What does it mean that God called out upon his name? And the Ramban explains, Vatam Ki Israel B'Mitzrayim Peruchim Ba'avodat Chomer Ulvenim. The Jews in Egypt, all the Jews in Egypt, were 
Peruchim. They were broken in the work of mortar and bricks. Avodah. Notice the word, not melacha. Avodat chomer ulevenim. In the labor of mortar and bricks. Lo lamdu melechet kesef bezahav v'charoshet avanim tovot. They never learned the craft of the melacha of silver and gold and working with with fine stones. Belora uotam kla. They didn't even get to see them. They were they were they were field slaves. They were construction slaves, not craftsmen. And therefore Bitsalel, who turned out to be the master craftsman of many different crafts, silver and gold and stones and wood and weaving. Because even those who learned before the wise, and there was those who apprenticed themselves to the guilds, in the Rabban's time, that's how one became a craftsman, by studying under a master. You won't find an individual who knows all of these things. And surely those who are, their hands have been immersed in tit varefes, in, in mortar, mud, they cannot do any fine work. And therefore, the Torah had to choose and say, Hine, there was one person who can do it, but Salel. And it's a pen. It's really amazing. And the reason is, as the Pasuk there says, And the reason is because, how did he know how to do it? Not because he was an exception. He knew how to do it because he was, God filled him with the Spirit of God to know what to do. So there also, in these two places, the Ramban stresses the fact based on the expression Nisa'olibo and their Mila'olibo, that the technical skill evinced by B'Tzalel and in our Pasuk, by many other uh, uh, craftsmen who worked under, under B'Tzalel, that their skills were not the skills of training, of apprenticeship. They didn't belong to a craft guild but it was somehow an innate talent which is called their hearts lifted them. In other words, in modern English, they were inspired. They were inspired to do the work. And by B'Tzalel, the Spirit of God moved within them. By Yigbal Libo, now, I don't think the Ramban is saying that it was a miracle. The Ramban is not saying that it's important in the previous parasha for God to put out to Moshe Rabbeinu that I'm taking this local yokum, this field slave who never did anything and frankly has no idea what to do and you'll see, he'll be a great craftsman because I'm going to move his hands mysteriously. I don't think that's what it means it's not that God is moving his hands. The Ruach Hashem here means what we say in English. It means inspiration. Which that's called Ruach Hashem. To be able to do something which you haven't been trained to do because you have an innate talent. 
an innate ability which somehow transcends, I stress the word, transcends the training of your youth, which was spent in construction, mortar and bricks, that's called Ruach Hashem. You're filled with a divine spirit, with the, the spirit of God. When Eliyahu ran before on foot, before the chariot of Achav, he was filled with Ruach Hashem, Nasat Eliyahu. That's when he was picked up. It means he was able to do that, which seems almost, well it is, it's, it's superhuman, but yes, because he, he transcended himself. He was filled with the Spirit of God. That's what the Ramban means here too. It means the people doing the Mlacha were really different than your average, mundane, perhaps trained person. These were people who their training, their, their skill, came not from training, but from inspiration. And inspiration is Ruach Hashem. It's the, it's the Spirit of God moving within them. Each person whose heart had carried him in a particular direction to be close to a particular Melacha, they came before Moshe Rabbeinu. And those who the spirits volunteered them to be generous, they brought the Truma, they brought the actual gifts before Moshe. And Moshe said to all of them, Bitzalel and also Auliav will be in charge of all of you. Okay, so what we've seen now is Ramban is making a particular point based on a phrase in the Torah. The Torah is making a particular point according to the Ramban. That the work is not done by trained people. He repeats this point twice, once here and once in Kitisa. The work is not done by people with diplomas in craftsmanship. But it's done by people who are inspired by their hearts. Their hearts teach them, not their brains, as we would say today. What's Ramban's point, really? What's, what's really the point of what Ramban is saying here? I think the Ramban's point here should be seen in light of a Ramban. It's actually the previous comment in the Ramban, some 15 psukim earlier. Perek. The Pasuk said that the Jews would bring what they had to bring, they would bring the donations to the Mishkan. They would bring it, the gift of God. The Ha is the direct object. The Jews all the people who nidavam libam, they have the nidivut lev, would bring it, the gift of God. So the man explains, first of all, pshat. Pshat is that very often in the Torah you have this form of to bring it, the thing. Or to do, to speak to him, this particular person. You're basically repeating the direct object. He makes a number of examples. Come on, yavi et humat Hashem, yavi eha. Et Trumat Hashem means Yavi Et Trumat Hashem. Aval Yichaneh B'Yifaresh. In the words of the Ramban, it's done first as a, in, in a pronoun, in reference, and then it explains. And he has many other examples. Vatiftach Vatireihu Et Hayeled. When the daughter of Paro drew Moshe out of the, uh, out of the Nile, 
So she opened the teva, she opened the box, it says, Vatarehu etayal. She saw him, the child. We're so used to it, we don't even pay attention. It's, it's a standard form of Hebrew in the Torah. Vatirehu etayal. That means, Vatera etayal. She saw the child. What does it say? She saw him, the child. Bivo'o ha'ish. Asher lo yavdu oto et nebuchanetza. Asher noten lahem livnei Yisrael. Pasuk in Yoshua. Asher anuchin noten lahem, I will give it to them, to the Jews. So you see, it's the same thing. Yivi'eha et trumat Hashem. In other words, it doesn't mean anything. It has no special meaning. It's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a duplication of the same word. It, the trumat Hashem. And then the Mamban adds, al derech ha'emet. Derech ha'emet means a Kabbalistic idea. Et, which is the sign of a direct object in Hebrew, also means with. And the man says, means they will bring it together with Trumat Hashem. They will bring Trumat Hashem and they will also bring it. So what is the it? What is the hidden secret reference to something else other than Trumat Hashem? Sheyavi ha-truma ha They will bring the upper, the higher gift together with the regular gift. And what is the higher gift? Besod b'yikhuli truma u-perashtiv It's based on the secret explanation of the expression b'yikhuli truma In Truma, the Ramban had explained. Difficult expression, and they will take to me a Truma. It should have been, and they will bring to me a Truma. The Jews should, God is speaking, they should give me a gift. It says, they will take li, to me, for me, a gift. There are all kinds of, a lot of drashot chazal, but the secret explanation the Ramban is referring to is that when you build the Mishkan, or when you give to the Mishkan, you also take, you also get. And what do you get? They will take me. Not for me, but they will take me. By giving to the Mishkan, the Jews literally get God. They acquire. They give and they acquire. So giving is a form of acquisition. Giving to the Mishkan is They will take me. There will be a Truma. Norman backs this up by another example, Rabotainu Midrash, there's a regular Midrash of Chazal, not a Kabbalistic comment, on one of the expressions we just mentioned, Vatir'ehu et ha-yeled, the daughter of Paro, Vatiftach, she opened the Teva, Vatir'ehu et ha-yeled, she saw it, the child. So again, the Pshat is, she saw it, the child, it and the child, the same thing. But Chazal says, Sherata imo Shechina, Vatir'ehu, it's, she saw God, the presence of God, et ha-yeled. With the child. So here, Maman says, it's the same thing. They will bring it et rumat Hashem. I have to point out the commentary of Rav Shevel to the Ramban claims that it means what he said. When they bring rumat Hashem, they will get God. I think that's not the Pshan of Ramban. Because then it should be v'yikhu. It says, The man isn't saying you should... He's saying you explain the words literally once you understand what the 
direct object is. So there, b'yikchu li, they will take me, imatruma. Here it's yivi eha, they will bring, not take, they will bring it with trumat Hashem. So what is the thing that they're bringing? They're not bringing God. It doesn't make any sense they should bring God. You can say they get God, you can say they bring God. So how am I supposed to read this, l'fi de'achasau, yivi eha, they will bring it, et trumat Hashem. It's clear to me, what Ramban means here, it's similar to the so the yikhuli truma. What they're bringing here is not God, but they're bringing truma ha'elyona, the higher gift. The higher gift is their own neshama. It's very similar to the pshat yikhuli truma because Ramban, in the famous comment he makes in the beginning of Rishit, Ramban maintains that ha'neshama is part of God. Ba'yipach, ba'apav, called the nafach midilei nafach. God breathed the neshama into the into the into the human being, and he who breathes out breathes out from himself. The neshama is the presence of God in a person. I think that's what Ramban here means. When they brought money, when they brought silver, when they brought gold, when they brought wood, when they brought copper, when they brought skins and cloth and thread to the Mishkan, together with they also brought the higher Nidava. What's the higher Nidava? What's the higher gift? Themselves. Their inner soul. They brought themselves, they invested themselves in the Mishkan. This Kabbalistic comment, I think, is the deeper explanation of the non-Kabbalistic comment, the Pshat comment, that Ramban says that the Mishkan was built by people who were not trained, they didn't have diplomas in silver working, they weren't goldsmiths, but Nisa'olibam. They were innerly inspired. Their hearts lifted them up and gave them the ability to do Kervam Emhalam Lacha, gave them the ability to do this work. Their training came inward, internally rather than by disciplining themselves in a school, in a workshop of some other matter, master artisan. The point is that the Mishkan is not an example of the Jewish craft tradition. It's not like when you go to some foreign country and the local craftsmen have a fair and they do all interesting kinds of work. And so the Jews made a Mishkan. The physical Mishkan is, is just not that, it, it's not that physical for the Ramban. The physical Mishkan is the embodiment of something else. We saw in the beginning of Truma again. The physical Mishkan is the home, but the real home is Amisam. The Jews are the home for Kedusha. So they build a Mishkan. What's it built with? It's built with that thing, the physical gold and silver is the reflection of the Spiritual repository, which is Amisal, Atem Am Kadosh. The holiness of the Jews, their relationship with God creates a holy nation. That holy nation is the true receptacle for Kedusha, of which the physical Mishkan is merely a physical representation. And therefore, the skill to make the Mishkan is the skill to transfer Kedusha from the soul to the physical object. Where does that skill come from? It doesn't come from your academy of woodworking. 
doesn't come because you took a three-year course in silversmithery. Assuming that word exists. It comes from letting the Kedusha raise your heart and overflow into the object that's in front of you. So in a somewhat mysterious manner, because who were the individual Jews? Why did this Jew become a silversmith? This Jew become a goldsmith? And this Jew didn't become anything and stayed at home and just gave money? So we don't know. It has to do with the, the inner workings of their souls. But the true skill to make not a pretty Mishkan, but a divine Mishkan, a, a Mishkan Hashem, a sanctuary for God, that skill comes not from technical training, but from breath. In English we would say breath of heart. In Hebrew you say height of heart. His heart overflowed up high in the ways of in the ways of God. And the point that Ramban here is making, on, on the basis of a very, very technical point, did these people have training? Ramban says, no training, they're slaves. They have the total absence of any finer training in anything. What they can do is carry bricks and put them down. They're, they're brute force slaves. And that's their only training. But that's not where the training came from. The training to make the Mishkan came Mihasinai. It came from the relationship with God. They didn't have the relationship with God. They could never have made a Mishkan. Technically, physically, and frankly, religiously, spiritually. The Shekhinah is not going to move into a building, even one of silver and gold. Even one of silver and gold that's beautiful and done with great skill. The Shekhinah is going to dwell in Am Yisrael or in the Mishkan which Am Yisrael has made. And therefore the skill to make it, Ramban says, comes not from training but from Nisi'utalev, or Milei, Mileti et libo. It comes from the, the workings of God, the presence of God, the Shekhinat Hashem in the soul of man. That could lead to the flow through the fingers. And not that the man is saying that, in fact, it wasn't very, very fine work. It was excellent work. Not that the man is saying, oh, God doesn't need a beautiful Mishkan because all he needs is a nice soul. No, 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 God needs a beautiful Mishkan. But the beautiful Mishkan is a reflection of the holy souls of the Jews. And therefore, in fact, they were master artisans. They did fantastic craft work. The question is, what is the basis for that craft work? Not technically trained skills, but large hearts, great spirits, which then as we would say, innately, natural talent. Natural talent is a reflection of the presence of God in your soul rather than hours spent paying attention to a teacher who is imparting to you the secrets of his craft that he learned from his teacher and, 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 and are the, as the basis for the guild in which he, in which he belongs. And one last example of this principle. The Ramban says a little bit later in Pasuk Chet, yeah, the next parak, parak lamidvav, pasuk chet. We went parak lamid hey till now. Parak lamidvav, pasuk chet. Vayasu koch hamleiv baoseim lachayat hamishkan eser riyod. The man has a long explanation there of why the Torah repeats itself so very many times, telling you how to do it and then you should do it and that they did do it. And he, he sort of sums up the entire malachat hamishkan there. And among other things, he says the following. He says that 
you know, the different Chachmei Leib are the ones who actually did it. It wasn't done. The Pesach in one place says the Betzalel made the whole thing. It doesn't mean he made the whole thing. He supervised. But we know that there are Chachmei Leib, wise of the heart, those are the people who Nisa'am Liban that we just talked about. And those people, they're the ones who did most of the work. That's what it says, that all the Chachmei Leib, they made the Mishkan. The different, now it's talking about the different skins, the different um, fabrics. In singular, and he, not Bayasu, but he did the fabrics of goats, and Bayas Takashim, they made the, the poles. What does it say? Bayas, Bayas, Kochachamlev. It means each individual artisan, each individual craftsman did the work. But in one place it gives a name. He skilled Ba'aron, when the Aron, the Aron HaKodesh, the Aron HaBrit was made, it says, Vayas Betzalel. There Betzalel, the master of them all, it says, he's the one who made that. Lehagid, ki ha'uman ha'gadosh shabahem, hu sha'asal v'adoh ha'aron. Because it tells us that the greatest of the craftsmen, we really know what that means, great craftsmen. They didn't have more training. He had no training, so they had no training. Apparently, Nisa'uli Bo Yoter, his heart was up higher. He was more inspired than the others. Ha'uman ha'gadosh shabayim hushasad abadoron. He made the Aron all by himself. Vahatam. And the reason. Ba'avush hu malay guach alokim b'chokmah b'tfuna u'vadat. Because he is full, as the Pasuk in Kitisayat said. He is filled with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding and knowledge. Why? She'yidbonein bo. He has that, all that knowledge and wisdom and, and inspiration so that he should, should contemplate, he should, he should concentrate his thoughts and make the Aron with an acceptable intention. He doesn't mean that it was very difficult to make and you needed a more skilled craftsman to make. There's no special skill needed to make the Aron. The Aron's a box. It's relative to some other things in the Mishkan, relative to the, to the Menorah. Very simple. There are other works which required greater skills. In other words, what? You needed a, a greater craftsman, not because you needed more technical skill, but because you needed more. Kavanaretsuya means, like the word kavana in, in halacha, the right intentions. Putting the box together was relatively simple, but the Arona Kodesh, the Arona which was going to hold the Torah, the, it's the inner of the inner of the inner. The Jews are, the Jewish people are the outer receptacle. They make a Mishkan. In the Mishkan there's a Kodesh. There's a Kodesh Kodeshim. In the Kodesh Kodeshim there's an Aron. And that's where the Shekhinah actually sits. So you need more what? More Kedushah, more Neshama. You need more of those spiritual qualities to be translated into the wood than you need for some of the other utensils and the other building of the Mishkan. So you need a greater craftsman, a greater Uman, the more the object is the actual inner receptacle of Kedushat HaShchina. And therefore when it came to the Aron, 
So Bitzalel, the greatest craftsman of all, but in what was he greater? Baruch Freund's. He was greater in Chochmah, Tevuna. Over that, he was greater in wisdom, intelligence, and knowledge. And therefore, he could ingest from those spiritual qualities of his, those qualities of his heart, of his mind, of his soul. He could pour them into the Aron. He should do it Once again, you see in the Ramban how the the qualities we're looking for and the skills that are being done are at their root spiritual qualities. But again, not because the Shekhinah is going to be in a spiritual utensil, but it's going to be in a physical utensil. The physical utensil has to reflect spiritual qualities. And therefore, all the workmen were people who basically what was moving them, what was giving them the ability to do it, was Ruach, Nisa'olibo, the, the greatness, the expansion, the overflow of their hearts, was what was making the Mishkan. B'Tzalel was the greatest, because he had more of that, because he had Chochmah B'Tonah B'Dat, and therefore, the most difficult work in the Mishkan, but not difficult tactically, the most difficult spiritual work in the Mishkan was given over to his to his work. Other works could be done by lesser figures, but nonetheless figures of of great inspiration who did the other work in the Mishkan. And behind that, I repeat, lies the sod that says, what they brought to the Mishkan. Everybody, all the people they brought to the Mishkan, the, the, the donors as well as the artisans, was their money and their skills. They brought their inner soul, the inner Kedusha, together with the technical skills and the technical money and the technical donations that each and every one, each and every one brought. And that's our Ramban on today's Pasha, Vayakel. Next week we will begin a new Sefer, Sefer Vayikra. This has been Ezra Bik and this has been KMTT. Ramban on the Pasha, Ki Mitzion Tetzet Torah Udvar Hashem Yerushalayim.